0: This
1: is Eric Roberts, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Peace out. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as they bring us This Week in TV History.
0: June seventeenth, 1994, O.J. Simpson was arrested after flight from justice. I like how history... Per- per- I think if we were going to write the little byline for this, we would use very different language. Yes. This is,
1: this is one of those stories... At least for me, when I first heard it, the initial reaction is because—and I mean, again, we're, we're, we're reacting to an image. We're reacting to a personality. You wanted to not believe it was true. At least my my reaction was I wa- I didn't want I didn't want to believe it was true.
2: Ed, where were you?
1: I was in San Francisco.
2: Okay, Tony and I were in Los Angeles this is happening in our backyard, yeah, yeah. and we are seeing things that are very familiar. Mm-hmm. And I think my response was, oh, my God, this is really happening. This is a national news story, and the man in the barco was a hero.
0: Well, to a lot of people.
1: Now, yeah, yeah. as the story continued to develop, and there be, and we began to hear the 911 calls from 1989, and the mountain of evidence began to compile and was released uh, to the public via Inside Edition or CNN or whatever. Yeah, then you began to realize, okay, well, wow, this is now.
0: And, and also for perspective, 1994, the internet really wasn't, it
1: was not mainstream. The no. internet existed, but it was not mainstream. It would mainstream. still
0: be at least a year and a half. By the time the verdict came out, the internet was right. a little bit, uh, it was dial-up and very yes. slow yes. and no
1: AOL. Yeah,
0: there was no, <laughs> yeah, most of it was AOL. Uh, really no video stills, you know, that's what you would see. Uh, you know, the, the concept of DSL was still not there. Uh, but the internet certainly took uh, an advanced leap uh, during the time of the trial. Uh, but, yeah, the, the murder happened on June 12th, the double murder of uh, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman. And so people were hearing this story that this happened. And then little by little, things were starting to come out in the news as this murder story. And then I remember this was a Friday. Yeah. Right? This was a Friday. I know we had evening plans. Mm-hmm. And we had a little family thing going on in the afternoon, and then all of a sudden uh, we're, like, trying to get some loose ends tied up. The TV wasn't on. My mother comes to pick us up. We're going out to do some things, and my mother is going, did you hear O.J.'s a fugitive?
1: Yeah. Now, I do remember. And, and you know,
0: that's not something you expected to hear. No, no, no. And I
1: and I do remember, uh, like a lot of other people, I switched on, and I watched it unfold. You couldn't help yourself. On Larry King.
0: Yeah. You could not help. We heard the story. We were listening to it on the radio while we were running some errands. You know, you're going out. I think we were at the Ikea in Burbank, and then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it. You know, if there's a TV at the bar next door, people are stopping into the bars. What's going on? And they have to... You know, you could see people taking a break from their job, going to the nearest TV set to see what's the latest thing going on. It was insane that this thing was happening. And then we were at a party that night. It was an outdoor barbecue. Where were we? We were in the living room of our friend. He Basically, he wanted to show off his brand new giant screen TV, which at that time was the size of uh, my couch. Uh, your couch, if it was a bunk couch you know one couch on top of the that's how big the thing was and we are one person is cooking outside and taking shifts at the grill the food is coming inside and we are watching the 405 in what was referred to as a low speed chase and uh you know, AC Cowling's driving. O.J.'s supposed to be in the back. He's on the phone. OJ's got a gun to his head, and and it's like, oh wow, this is, and we are all glued. But I guess for us, this is also happening not far from where yeah. we are. Yeah, this is impacting day to day. This is this is impacting you know normal business uh, life. Uh. No, I'm
2: sure if you were anywhere but Los Angeles it's so far away it's not real for us it was very real I
1: I, I I can certainly i can certainly imagine it it's interesting 95 within a year of that okay now 94 95 was around the time i started coming down here on a regular basis cuz i was researching my books on rockford and maverick and i was beginning to learn my way around certain parts of los angeles and uh, because I saw a lot of Roy Huggins at the time. Roy lived in Bel Air, and driving around, I would drive past Gretna Green. I would, and, and, just, and I realized, wow, you know, that's that kind of brought me to a little closer to home for me. At least because at least they're they're, they're not just names on a screen. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, exactly. I said, wow, man. It's like you know that this is how close it was.
0: Yeah, and, and, uh, even as we're recording this there, at the time we're recording this, there's already, uh, there were stories in the news, uh, uh about members of the, um, not the Brown family, but the Goldman family, yeah. you know, still coming out. That certainly was a game changer in a lot of things, not just, uh, broadcasting, uh, news, uh, celebrity, uh, you know, this was not the first celebrity murder trial. But uh, people were calling it the trial of the century, which yeah. I thought was a a horrible uh, thing to call it, considering that uh, uh, the Nuremberg trial probably should have been, you know. Yeah, I would uh, say it's the trial of Leopold Hel- and Loeb. It uh, was not, tra- not Leopold and Loeb, but uh, the Rosenbergs, uh, things like that. It was uh, the trial of the television
1: century. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, That's a good way of putting it of,
0: of of that particular era in in television broadcast yeah. news. Uh, it was big, but I think I think the first half of the century really. Uh, no, I, I yeah, I,
1: I agree with you. I agree. with I, you. I
0: that. think that was uh, a huge disrespect, not to the criminals who were on trial previously, <laughs> but to the uh, historical events. Victims. Yeah, there were, like I said, uh, Nuremberg probably should uh, be the trial of the century yeah. and the next. Yeah, but uh, there were several other important trials that were happening. But it goes back to yeah. it goes back to the Monkey in, Trial. In yeah, in terms
1: of, I hate to use the word production our spectacle. But it, it was is a good one. But word. it was. Yes. But it was. It, it was. was. And it was, was very hard to get away from. Yeah. And so when you think in terms of you know having to do a lot, whether you're doing a cutaway from the um, uh to to the courthouse or to the various correspondents who are covering, you know, the various aspects of the story. From a production point of view, from the guy in the control room, yeah, it's easy to say, you know, trial of the century because you're because you're being caught up in televising this event. Keep, also, keep in mind we weren't digital yet, but television
0: production values, and I think uh, a lot developed in during the Gulf War, yeah. just a couple of years before. Production values to set things up. You know, like Operation Desert Storm. Yeah. All of a sudden, you had graphics and theme music. Yeah. Keep in mind when we were talking JFK assassination, TV cameras had to warm up. Yeah. That's why we have audio of certain breaking news that's and not video. Ca- that's, that's why we have Don Pardo right. uh, there. You know, cameras had to warm up. You know, Cronkite was at lunch, but he happened to be having lunch. You know, at the a studio. studio. That's right. Now we have something where we have uh, war uh, uh, on the on the heels of a war that has movie production values. Now you covering can, it. Now
1: you can cover. You can go live. You know, remote if you happen you do, if from your smartphone. Yes, mm-hmm. so you, can, you can link. You can sync it up to the network feed. That's and then And yeah. we have. Yeah, I mean, are. any
0: one of us, if we spotted something, we could capture it, either a photograph or video, and email it Anderson to... Anderson Cooper does that all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we jump ahead a few years, 9-11. Uh, Ashley Banfield was stuck near ground zero, mm-hmm. and they went to a store. Her husband bought a DV video camera. So it's still tape, yeah. but it's, you know, a digital tape, and shot her covering things right there and then the challenge was to get that tape to NBC at 30 Rockefeller Plaza but they could you know they covered her and it pretty good quality considering what was happening yeah. you're not going to be picky uh, on the production values but yeah OJ I think you know definitely how we cover things it was a, a game changer. Uh, as Donna was saying, we were there. We had a vested interest in what happened that day
1: and for, what, the next okay, two me- years? Two years, hard to believe. We're taking a look at the 20-year anniversary of the white Bronco police chase and how the coverage of the O.J. Simpson murder case continues to impact television today. We'll take a quick time out then we'll continue our conversation with Tony and Donna here on TV Confidential.
2: Or visit com for more information on how they can help you.